0: Cause I'm one of those crazy people. Trust in Jesus, following Him wherever He leads us. Kingdom seekers, walk by faith, believers. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Here's the all God's crazy people. I'm one of those crazy people. Hello, my
1: friend and welcome to another episode of Faithful Thoughts. I want to welcome you and thank you for joining me today. A couple things before I get started. First is I'm so blessed with all the encouragement that I've received in starting this project and especially talking about the I AM statements of Christ. I must admit that this project is really is God working through me and really all the glory goes to him. He has grown the audience at over 500 listeners, and I, I'm blown away by the statistics I see because it's amazing to see what God has done You you using me as a tool for His, his glory. And he, he gets all the glory in this, and I'm so blessed to be able to do this. Secondly, I want to know what you think. I want to know what you think about the episodes that we've done so far, the podcast as a whole, and where you think you'd like to see it as we start to... End season one. Season one is going to end at the end of this series that we're doing. So at week seven of the series. So we've got five more episodes after this one today. I want to know what you think and what you'd like to see in season two. And I'm hoping to start season two, start production of season two, the middle to end of January. And that'll give me some time work on the first part of Season 2. So, like I said, I want to know what you think. And your thoughts are truly important to me. I really want to know. So, if, if you want to give some feedback, feel free to go to my website, FaithfulThoughts.com. And in the top right corner, you can hit the comment tab. Let me know what you think. It's okay to be completely honest. I, I really want to know. As we look to the second part of this series, into the I Am statements that are recorded in the book of John, I have to start off by talking about a lesson that I've learned from a sliding glass door. I became aware that sliding glass doors were kind of my biggest weakness, and it's a lot like a bird in a window kind kind of thing. I think you're probably already getting to where I'm going here. I became aware when my mom took us to a friend of the family. She liked to make sure everything was clean, especially the glass. It was extremely clean. Because it was so clean, it was it was really invisible. And I'm pretty sure that no one could see it. It was so clean that when I was running, because I heard somebody call me and I was going to run into the house, I ran full sprint into tried to go into the house, only to find that that glass door was closed. So I pretty much face planted straight into that glass door. And I'm pretty sure I hit it so hard that I left that there's still an imprint of my face in that door today. And from that moment on, I haven't really cleaned glass doors. I don't like clean glass doors. And luckily I have a dog that we always have nose smears on our glass door. So, you know, we always know that there's something. Now my wife does a good job of making sure the glass door is clean, but I won't do it, mainly for the reason so I can see it. Now, I know what you're probably thinking right now. This is just, what does a glass door have to do with the I am statements of, of Jesus? And I say that to say this there's always something kind of unwelcoming about a closed door. Go to a house that you and the door is closed, it's, it's not as exactly welcoming for you. You don't feel welcome. But there's also something positive, just as much as there's negative with a closed or locked door with a open door there's that welcoming you you feel welcome when you come in and inside you're going to find comfort and sustenance and as we look at the next i am statement in john chapter 10 we see that jesus says in verse 9 i am the gate now there are a lot of similarities to a gate and a door so the door analogy still kind of holds true here to truly understand this statement, we need to hear verses 1 through 10 so we get a, gain a full context of what Jesus is saying in this passage. I'm going to start in John chapter 10, verse 1. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of the sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them. And they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant. So he explained to them, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely. They will find good pastures. The thieves' purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. But my purpose, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So as we look a little deeper into this passage, I have to point out, I mean, if you've ever seen a sheep pen... There's only one way in and one way out, mainly to control the sheep from getting out of the pen and maybe getting hurt or getting into trouble of some kind. A couple takeaways we get from this passage that, that we can understand. First, there's only one way into the pen. Now, I'm from Texas, and being a Texan, you're going to drive through some form of farmland, and unless you live in the city and never venture out of the city, you're bound to pass a big fenced-in pasture or ranch. There's only one way into that ranch, and one way out of that ranch, and it's through a gate. And you never really want to venture in any other way. So, you know, that's the idea of what Jesus is saying here. He's saying that the only way to the goodness of God is through the gate. Secondly, Jesus is telling us that the gate is open for all who come to him. And I don't think that that can be understated. But I think that we must see what's missing in this passage when he says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Nowhere in there does he limit the power of his healing and the goodness of his mercy. This was a battle that Jesus faced between the Jews and Gentiles in the first century. And it's a battle that we face now. I've seen it time and time again how Christians don't show the love of Christ because of differing political views or different ethnicities or other things that believers use to limit the mercy of God. If Jesus does not limit the mercy of his love, why do we limit what we show of God's love? The only limit that Jesus puts in this passage is that the way to salvation is through him. And it's through faith in him alone that we will find the provisions and the safety that comes through Jesus. So here's the encouragement that comes with this passage that we can apply in our own lives. One is that he is the way. You know, we talked about last week how Jesus was the light of the world and how the, a lighthouse or the light of the world shines so that we can navigate to a safe harbor through him. In this passage we see something similar. He is the gate to salvation of our sinfulness. He is the way that we can find protection in the hardships of our lives. He is the way to find provision when we are unable to provide our own spiritual nourishment. Because to be honest there's no way that we can be spiritually refreshed without Jesus. He is the way to see the goodness of God. We can let down all those barriers that we've used to protect ourselves from the spears that we receive in spiritual battles and come to Christ who is standing ready. Here's my favorite part too. Jesus will open the gate no matter what we've done. No matter what we're going through and no matter what we are thinking at the time. All we have to do is come to him. He died for our sins and he conquered death to show that God is a faithful God and that the promise that was sealed in his death through his son is our salvation. The gate's ready for you and me. Jesus wants to open it. All we have to do is believe in him and who he is. All we must do is run through that gate. There's no cost. The door will not be closed to anyone who calls on him. We won't leave a face imprint of running into a glass door full sprint because he promised that he's going to let us in it. All we have to do is have faith in Christ. So my prayer today is that you will come to the door and you will have faith in the promise of pasture and for the good of our own souls. Dear God, I pray that we recognize your goodness in the open door that was provided through your son. Father, I pray that for those struggling with hesitation that they would be judged, come to know that everyone is a sinner. And the only way to salvation is through your son. Please help Christians not limit the limitless goodness that you have provided through the sacrifice of your son. Help us not allow the world to tell us that there's another way to find peace and love that only you can provide. Father, help believers worldwide share their stories of how they came to find the mercy and love of Jesus through the open door that he has for us. Lord, always we give praise you and all you have done for us never forgetting your children even when we're not looking at you even when we're living in sinfulness you are still looking and you are loving help us give praise to you and have the confidence that you will see us no matter where we are in our lives it's in Jesus name I pray amen thank you again for joining me today next week we're going to stay right here in John chapter 10 for the next I Am Statement in the book of John. I hope that you're going to join me for that. If you've liked this episode, hit subscribe. That way you can receive notification when a new episode hits the street. You can also follow me on Facebook by searching Faithful Thoughts on the Facebook site or app. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tim 44 If you're in Jacksonville area and are looking to find a place to worship and just be a part of the family of God, I really want to invite you to visit the San Jose Church of Christ. Feel free to check out the church website at www.sjcc.us, www.sjcc.us, or you can download the SJCC app on Apple and Google App stores. All the music that has been played in this episode can be downloaded anywhere music is downloadable. I've also listed the songs and the credits for who performed those songs in the comment block of this episode. May God bless you and all you encounter daily. This has been Faithful Thoughts and I'm Tim McGuire.
0: Say it again, sir.